You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. What you eating? So this is a, a guava right off of my grandmother's tree. Ooh. And just seeing it straight up. All right. See if we can get that like nice little crunch sound into the mic. Let's hear it. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Very good. I could hear it. We should do food ASMR. I mean, I mean, that's the what intro the start is basically a mukbang, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. You guys ready to get this mukbang getting on? <laughs> yeah. This is audio mukbang. Quinn, do you mukbang. want to start doing mukbang on your um on my uh, Twitch? On your Twitch? <laughs> if you guys want to join me, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll help. I'll Hell do it yeah. with you guys. <laughs> Just Dude. get a giant, giant bowl of ramen. Yeah, I, I think honestly that would get more views than my current streams. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should do ceviche. Oh yeah, yeah. Give Just me a, a giant. Give me a bathtub full of ceviche, and I will eat it. <laughs> I actually would though. God, I um I had conch ceviche in when Ooh. i was in belize one time it that was sounds great so good and like conch is kind of tough but when you when you just when you marinate it with with lime juice man magic happens that's some good stuff anyway, uh, but jackson what are you eating i'm eating some takis <laughs> because, i thought i recognized that bag. uh our friend grace was talking about them earlier today and i was like i need to get takis Nice. Mm. As a they're kid, they were always too spicy for me, but now I'm a grown up, so they're okay. Mm-hmm. So crunchy, so corny. Very like, there's so much citric acid. It's kind of ridiculous. But yeah, there's a, a story of a kid who burned a an ulcer into his stomach because he ate too many hot Cheetos and Takis. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I got. Anyway. I'm. I'm drinking. Um. I'm drinking some Louisiana swamp water. You know? uh, <laughs> uh, it's. It's. Um. So I was, I was working at a community garden today, and they gave me some produce, lemon, and lemongrass is in here, and also honey straight from the milked from the bee, and a little cinnamon in the tea. All so, right, that sounds yeah. good. It is. It is good. And uh, this honey all... tastes like candy. Mm. Like, what kind of? Wow. It, it looks Almost like, like really a starburst. Dark. Do you know what? like plant it's from or anything um they they said that these bees live next to wildflowers so that's why it's that super flowery flavor gotta get gotta get that uh local honey from local plants because it gives you um immune suppression for um or it it helps suppress uh allergies that's what i need in fact yeah, got to keep your voice nice and crisp and your nasal cavity open so you can have a good podcasting voice, right, Tim? Yes. Podcast. Have you guys seen the Alexander Technique? Oh, sorry. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just ready to go. Podcast. Podcast. No, please continue. No, please I think continue that's better than the segue. Okay. Uh, one of the ASMR videos I like is called the ASMR, I mean, it's the Alexander Technique. 
And it's this weird, um, like vocal coaching and also like posture coaching. But this <laughs> British lady with a soft voice is putting this woman like as a visual aid, like through the Alexander technique. It's like first you stand up with your back at a forty-five degree angle from your knees as you lift off, and and then it's like remember keeping. The chin back and the head extend the neck. <laughs> it's supposed to help with like diction, anyway. Um, yeah, and it also might not actually be like exist. It might be just like a scam. <laughs> but it's it's so calming and so pleasing. Like I don't know if they just like, pay me five hundred dollars for like this how to sit up. Um, anyway, master class five hundred dollars. Master class on how to sit. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that was my tangent. Anyway, no, this, this no, no, is no, it's podcast. related. Yeah. It's related. Yeah, yeah. ASMR and in, in, in podcasting. Yeah. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about food movies. Um, and this week we watched uh, Mystic Pizza. What's your name? Week. What? Oh, my name is Jackson Reddy. <laughs> I feel like we neglect to introduce ourselves and we, we should do that for we do very often. New, new listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Jackson. So anyways, that's Jackson. My name is Clinton and... Our third guy. I am Tim. And that's with uh, a B, right? It's a silent B at the end. <laughs> Tim. Tim. <laughs> no, the B is silent. It's like comb. <laughs> yeah, and bomb. What if, like, I, I, Tim? I've known you for like a God. What is it? Uh, like fifteen years or so. Yeah. And like, what years. if I was just just now discovering there was like a B in your name? <laughs> Dude, there's a, there's a silent B the whole time. Yeah. Tim, you were just too polite to correct me this whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Clinton and Tim. Yeah. Yeah, Jackson also, my name is Clinton. Clinton Crow. <laughs> yeah, Clinton Crow. That's yeah. actually what my grandma called him. <laughs> yes, that's the origin behind that name. But I think it kind of works and I kind of like it. No, though. it's really good. It's very yeah. funny. I realized I it took me about a week to realize why you changed your Twitter name to that. Um, but when I when I realized that it is a mispronunciation of your name, um, it helps quite a bit. But anyway, yeah, we watched we watched Mystic Pizza this week from 1988, uh, starring Julie Roberts and Vincent D'Onofrio and Annabeth Gish and Lily Taylor. And uh, yeah, first first impressions, guys. I like this movie quite a bit. I like this movie too. Yeah, it reminds me bits and pieces of uh, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman, like a a, yeah, East Coast, like an East Coast uh, Portuguese uh, version. Definitely. I, I'm only saying it that way because that's the way the characters pronounce it. Portuguese, Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese. And yeah. Uh, just gotta say, the Portuguese that they speak in this movie, complete gibberish to me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, thought this movie Portuguese. was like an anime. In the best way, like I could yeah. totally watch this as like an anime, like a Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yeah, it just there was a lot of good camera moves, a lot of just good scene and like the editing. Uh, yeah, uh, not a lot happens, but in a good way. Like it's just kind of mm-hmm. like uh, it's just like about some relationships mm-hmm. in like the fall of one year. It's just it's yeah. just nice. Yeah, and you picked and a good all... seasonal movie, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a pumpkin, there's a jack-o'-lantern in the scene. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, there is a Halloween scene sort of. There's a lot of, of uh these flowing storylines, so these women's yeah. they're intertwined and they all have their own dips and energy and yeah. 
different outcomes, different sides of a coin, three-sided coin. Um, <laughs> so how about we introduce our, our main characters? Yeah, so we're introduced to our main characters in a church. Um, there is some Portuguese singing happening. And, and I, I can't thought, help but to hear, but um, <laughs> an exchanging of words. Yeah. What a beautiful so, wedding. I... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. I, um, I just wanted to get in a, a what is that band? My Chemical Romance? Ye, what a beautiful nope, wedding. Wait, nope. uh, no. Panic at the Disco. Panic the How dare you? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out uh, and <laughs> mark here. <laughs> Olivia is looking over at me smiling because that's one of her favorite bands. She's like. <laughs> Panic at the Disco? Yeah, Panic at the Disco is one of her favorites. Um, we, uh, first things first, I want to point out that Vincent D'Onofrio is billed as Vincent Philip D'Onofrio, which I've never seen before, um, which was very weird to me. Uh, and I wasn't sure if it was the same Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> and then I saw him and I was like, damn, I'm still not sure because he's hot as hell. Because um, yeah, holy he, shit, he, Vincent D'Onofrio is like really, really attractive in this movie. He is the opposite of the kingpin or, yeah. or uh, private pile. Mm-hmm. I was under the impression that Vincent D'Onofrio only looked like literally his character from Full Metal Jacket and also um, Men in Black yeah. and now Daredevil where he's the kingpin. I never knew that. Because like even in Men in good, Black, Men in Black was looking. 10 years after this movie. Um, he yeah. looks, he like, they fucked he him up ru- so hard for that movie. that movie. Like they <laughs> fucked him up so hard. Um, but he's just like this hot young man in this movie. Um, and he's getting married to, uh, Jojo or Joe, Josephina, um, who is played by, uh, uh, Lily Taylor. And, um, they're at the altar, um, and there's some opera, there's some like operatic singing happening. And I wrote in my, in my uh, notes real Italian shit because I didn't realize they were Portuguese at this point um, and I didn't understand what they were singing uh, yeah. and it just seemed like a, a very it was a very very Catholic ceremony um, uh, you know what I'll, uh, I'll admit I thought they were Italian as well I mean pizza come on yeah um, and it exactly. wasn't until one of the characters self-identifies as Portuguese that yeah. I figured it out <laughs> it's, it's kind of confusing they- did they kind of make that announcement or like their uh, like revelation of that like towards the end of the movie? Because I feel it's, like it's not brought up until the end. It doesn't really happen until like they kind of are talking about it in in the pizza restaurant, and then like yeah, right yeah there's like then, a, a casual mention of it. Mm-hmm. And then it's at, like oh this is the way it was made back in the old country of Portugal you know yeah mm. all that you're pizza like wait 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 a Portugal. minute the old country. <laughs> um. And like there's in the in the subtitles at some point it says like uh, like speaking in Portuguese or something, uh-huh. uh, and it's like oh yeah. Um, so that was that was sort of confusing for me, but uh, it it was it still seemed very Catholic, and as a Catholic person was very um, uh, looked like a lot of weddings that I've been to, a little more intense. Uh, I've never seen the. Um, the two people getting married have to kneel from the very beginning, um, which was crazy. Uh, but there's so much kneeling in Catholic church. Uh, I'm just going to do a Jim Gaffigan bit now. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah. 
They yeah. like the submissiveness. Yeah. Um, also, where does this uh, movie take place, guys? Mystic, Connecticut. There you which go. Which is and a real place. The pizzeria is called the Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza. And their special item is the Mystic Pizza. Of course. Do we know what's in the Mystic Pizza? I probably should have looked this up. They kind of, they don't really say. You know what it is? It's what? Sisterhood. Oh, that's you know, deep. You got it. Um, <laughs> they don't really ever say, because like what she gives out... Um, when the spoiler alert, there's a critic and he enjoys the pizza. Um, but there is a uh, when she's like <laughs> asking for your finest mystic pizza, she's like, Take your pick, and they're all three of them are different pizzas. Yeah, so like I don't know which one is the mystic pizza. Are wait, they all the mystic pizza? Wait, he, he ordered, yeah, he orders the mystic pizza, and she was like take your pick so like she goes back into the kitchen yeah and leona yeah. leona's like take your pick and there's the three of them are all different at least is it, from what is i Mystic remember pizza also like a chef's choice or? maybe i don't know maybe i don't that'd be weird to have a variable signature dish um, it's a very um i don't know it's a loose term like a chef salad yeah you know? <laughs> exactly we don't quite know what's in, in it it's not a salad mm-hmm. it's a sandwich <laughs> I was confused in Chunking Express. Uh, yeah, my chicken salad is in a sandwich. This is weird. Or maybe <laughs> this maybe this was like one of those like uh, 70s Italian spaghetti western movies and this was entirely dubbed in the native language of the actors and maybe the <laughs> native language was Portuguese in this scene. Portuguese. And they just they redubbed it in English and the translation makes sense more or less. Yeah. That would make sense. I guess. No, it wouldn't at all. Um, <laughs> Let me anyway. dream, Jackson. <laughs> uh, uh, Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Bill, uh, is getting married to Jojo. And they're, they're kneeling down at the altar. And the priest is saying all this stuff about how you can never go back. And if you do leave, if you get divorced, you're going to go to hell. And all this horrifying shit. Um, and Jojo faints. Uh, and the wedding is called off. And it's done. Um, cut to the Mystic Pizza Restaurant. Um, and uh, Julia Roberts is going around uh, poking her butt out um, and looking hot. And it's great. And uh, Bill comes in to talk to JoJo because um, Daisy, who is uh, Julia Roberts, JoJo, and Daisy's sister, Kat, all work at Mystic Pizza. Um, so Joe or Bill shows up to talk to Joe. They go outside. Um, and we basically get a little bit of them like trying to make up and trying to get back together. Um, and here we see sort of the small town of Mystic Pizza, including a town that's called More Than Minute or a little a little uh, shop that's that's called More Than Miniatures Two. Uh, <laughs> which I love that about small towns when uh, a business goes away or like burns down or something it opens up and it just has like a number like it's the sequel um i didn't notice that that's that's cool yeah but yeah the uh, slogan for the pizzeria it's uh what is it a little slice of heaven a little slice of heaven they all have that on their shirts yeah mm-hmm. and guys real quick we have to mention the tie-in with the last movie we saw that had a mystic pizza pizza t-shirt in it which oh was... are we talking about little italy Little Italy. Oh I feel my like God. this 
Little Italy stole some stuff from this movie. Little Italy stole so much from this movie. And you know what? They laughed in our faces by mocking <laughs> us with uh, Emma Roberts uh, wearing the shirt of a superior film. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. my God. You're on to something, man. <laughs> yeah. um, they should have called this movie Little Little Portugal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lisbon. Little Lisbon. Lisbon. How do they fit all that, all, the, all those little grapes in Little Lisbon? Little <laughs> Lisbon. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, at this point, Cat um, also heads out because we learn that she is going to Yale and she's saving up. She's entering in the second semester in the spring, um, and uh, she's going to Yale and she's she has four jobs to try to pay for it. It's a lot. But she got into Yale. She's like a straight A student. She's very, very smart. But it's the '80s, and so like, what tuition's like? What two thousand dollars? Probably. I, I like don't know what bucks, it was at man. Yale. I also here's a question: Do Connecticut residents get in-state tuition at Yale? That's a good question. She she reminded me very uh, briefly, passing resemblance to the character in Los Espookies. Um, have you guys seen that show? The, oh, of course. She has all uh, the girl has all these different jobs, including yes. shoe breaker in. She totally <laughs> she she does kind of remind and, me of uh, um, replacement motor for the priest's fan. Yeah. Oh God, oh, God. what's her uh, name? There's a sh- there's a show. I'm okay. Anna Farbiga or something. That's the that's the actress in Los Spookies. Yeah. Um, but I watched another show. Okay. There's a show called Dairy Girls oh, yeah. on Netflix. And there's a character that's like very similar to appearance and also character on that show. All right. Mm. Sorry. So, uh, that's yeah. a high praise for both Dairy Girls. Check it out on Netflix and Los Spookies, Los Spookies on is HBO. so good. Um, and she does totally, she, Anna, Anna Fabriga's character, Tati. There you go. Tati. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tati. <laughs> um, yeah, she's my favorite. Yes. Um, and this this girl is um, sorry uh, going to college at Yale. Cat, yeah, cat, and she is eighteen. I presume so. I yeah, because I, I don't know if they outright say. I assume she's eighteen. She's talking about first year stuff. Yeah, and uh, I think she took the summer off and like the fall off to save up, and then she's going to Yale in the spring. Okay, yeah, so she's like eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. um, and she's studying astronomy, astronomy yeah. or astrology. As JoJo says, um, but yeah, so she meets. Um, she's going to to get her fourth job, uh, which is to be the nanny for a dad in the area who seems to be pretty new, maybe or something. Um, and his wife is out of town for the next couple of months or weeks or something because she's in England, um, and he has to take care of. Uh, his name is Tim. He has to take care of Tim's daughter Phoebe. Um, and I didn't Phoebe's, like that. Phoebe's very cute, but he is he's also a Yale grad, but he's all, he's sort of like kind of predatory. It's weird. I'd say yes, he is. Yeah, and he's yeah. I I did not like this man. This no. this um Tim uh <laughs> Yeah. He has a daughter and he has a wife. Yeah. Named Nikki. Nikki. Um, who, who looks like young Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> she does kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, she gets to meet um, Tim, and, it, and it, it goes wonderfully. She gets the job. Phoebe's a really sweet kid, and she likes uh, she likes Cat a lot. Cut to 
showing up at this divey ass northeast pub uh, that I really enjoyed. Um, and they they walk in and people are asking for Miller Lights. There's so much Miller Light product placement in this movie. It's great. Um, speaking of light beer, which we talked about on our last episode, um, how do you guys feel about Miller Lite? Um, I don't think I've ever had Miller Lite. Ooh, it's bad. Um, it tastes like soap. Oof. I uh, like, I mean, I like, I've, I've had Miller High Life. Yeah, Miller like High Life is good. Superior? Okay. Um, Miller High Life is like their regular full calorie beer. And then you have Miller Lite, which is their... Oh, duh. Miller Lite's the diet beer. Yes, of course. Which literally was called diet beer when it first was introduced. Fun fact. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and it was the first major market diet beer, or light beer. Just cut out alcohol, guys. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, man. Just drink that kombucha. (laughs) Booch. I'm buzzed off booch. I'm booched. Um, Anyway, uh, they they show up to this divey-ass pub. They're hanging out, um, drinking beers. Uh... And these yuppie motherfuckers walk in the door. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're all like, they look like they're all wearing like turtlenecks and cardigans and big wool coats. Um, and they look. So you, this, this like kind of character um, that we're introduced to, um, he reminds me a lot of um, if Tom Cruise made it really big in Cocktail. Yes. I was uh-huh. thinking that. All, but they dress like the people who were in that yuppie bar with the yuppie poet in cocktail. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the they kind of look like they look like cartoon waspy like college kids. Yeah, they look like they're gonna belittle. Uh... <laughs> Shit, I forgot his name. They look oh, like they're <laughs> about to pay a homeless man uh, so that they can beat them up. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna go American Psycho on him. And then they look, they look like they're going to verbally Bates. abuse Ben Affleck in a college bar. Patrick Bates? Patrick Bateman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, anyway, so um, he, he goes around. He, they walk in with um, it's two guys and two women. Um, and they walk in and one guy and they're like asking what they want. And they're like, uh, white wine. <laughs> and they give them white wine in like these little like four ounce cups. Um and then, uh, like, a Miller Lite, and they're drinking Miller Lights. And he's, like, bragging, like, I can hit three bullseyes in a row. And then we get to see this hilarious editing where it's just, a like, <laughs> it's just, like, a, uh, a dart board. And then, like, a dart just appears on the board um, in the spot. It's really good. So he bets the guy, like, I can hit three bullseyes in a row for $50. But the guy adds, between each shots, you need to take a tequila shot. Yeah. So the whole bar is like all just like waiting to watch, uh, mm-hmm. watch the yuppie, see if he can do it. Yeah. And after two like successful consecutive bullseyes, he like catches eyes with um, Julie, Roberts. Julie Roberts, and he then whiffs really badly on the third one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and everyone everyone laughs at him, and he and he has to lick his wounds a little bit. But they hey guys, have you ever seen such a such a sensual scene of a uh, pool ever played in a movie? I, I don't. I mean, I watched. Uh, I'm trying to think of pool that I've seen in a movie, and like Dazed and Confused is the big one that I'm thinking of. But is it as sensual as this scene? Absolutely not. Like there is like full on '80s like saxophone like blaring throughout and, the scene. But it's oh, so yes. weird because like he's like, so he loses at darts. Decides that he wants to play pool, 
His girlfriend is like, no, I can't play. So he decides to go up to this girl that he thinks is hot and like gives her a pool cue and is like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend for tonight, basically? Yeah, um, I don't think that was his girlfriend. I think it was just a girl. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's supposed to be implied that that's his girlfriend because yeah. Yeah. we see her later on in the movie. Oh. And we think, that and we think is, is he's cheating on her. Yeah, it's the same woman. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. Oh, um, that was the same woman. Oh, shit. I watched half of this movie last night, and I was like, <laughs> I fell asleep. So that, Okay, I, so presumably he kind of ditches his girlfriend oh. and then starts playing pool. Mm. And we get this kind of vibe that she's kind of jealous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, like doesn't want to be there. Yeah, and Daisy, Daisy, basically, she cleans up in pool. She's really fucking good, um, and she she wins in uh, eight shots or whatever. Um, like she's she's like perfect. Um, and they kind of exchange glances and are like, "Yep, it's it's just a thing, whatever," uh, and it's over. Um, the, uh, she wants to um, waspy guy's girlfriend wants to leave and and they're done. Um, so that's the end of that. Um, I, I wrote in my notes, she's not like the other girls swoon. Um, yeah, she's just one of the bros. Yeah. Um, so cut to, they're at a, they're on the docks. I don't know if this is the same night or not. Um, but they're, the three girls are hanging out, Jojo, Daisy and cat. Um, and they pull up some Miller light off the Jojo which Bill named after Jojo um, when they got married or were supposed to get married, which is really cute. A little cute. lobster boat. Um, and they, they pull up some Miller Lite that's hanging on a, on a, on a lobster pot. Uh, and <laughs> Julia uh, Roberts jo- was gone. Yeah. Off, off them, she was off three Miller Lights, man. Mm-hmm. She was gone. Uh, and Joe is talking about how much, how, how hot Bill is, um, Vincent D'Onofrio, and how she has a thing for wrists, wrists rather, sorry. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of a thing. And then here we, here we have, uh, um, Daisy talking about how like, yeah, I'm just hot. That's basically it. Like there's I don't really have anything going for me. I'm just, I'm just a pretty girl. Um, and that's it. I'm going to be here forever. Um, it's kind of sad, but they run after her and they're having fun. Um, and, uh, they eventually get home and Daisy finds that Mr. Uh, Mr. Waspy Man is in her living room, um, and he's shown up, and he's talking to her mom, uh, Daisy's mom, and like he's making a pretty bad impression of himself. Uh, first of all, because he's a wasp, and then secondly, because he's like kind of crass and and mean. Um, but he and uh, he and Daisy decide to go on a date. I guess. Um, so yeah, that's like love story number one. Yeah, um, and they go out. Or I guess two technically. Yeah. One is Vincent D'Onofrio and Joe. Mm-hmm. So they go out. Uh, Daisy's wearing this cute dress, um, and they're in his convertible Porsche. Uh, it's red. It's red, and it's very nice. Um, and but they get a flat tire on their way out to this very fancy restaurant. Um, and apparently this dumbass was driving on a spare, uh, driving his Porsche with a spare, which is very stupid. Um, and also this is a thing that I am mad about that no one should be mad about ever, but Porsche's spare tires are, uh, have red rims. 
um, have red wheels, and there was no red wheels on that car. So, it's wrong. Those fucking liars. Anyway. Movies um, are liars. magic. They, See, uh, what they do is they take like a, let's say, uh, what's like a crappy car? They take like a Ford Pinto, <laughs> and they build the body around it to make it look like a Porsche. <laughs> so, that's just a picture car. Movie magic. Yeah, yeah it's movie. It, that's how they save a few bones here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I th- you're right, Jackson. He's a doofus, but I feel like maybe his daddy bought him the car oh definitely he's not a porsche head it's just like eh, whatever he takes it for granted Mm, he definitely takes it for granted um so they they're like broke down on the side of the road and there's this extended like pretty long scene where they're just trying to hitchhike um and it's really frustrating and that was like the only scene that i didn't like (laughs) enjoy in this movie Mm -hmm. because it just felt like very like 80s comedy like ham-fisted like yeah it's like the trying on the all the dresses sort of like the montage this one look (laughs) yeah next one comes out looking like a tennis player huh (laughs) it's like a boom box yeah Uh, uh, and and he stops a car full of girls by pulling his pants down and jumping into the middle of the street yeah Um, um so they get uh somehow they get to dinner um don't really know how um, but we learn that he's not really just there to see, to see the local culture. Um, he's, he got kicked out of law school. Um, and his dad has a boat in the marina and like, we learn that he's rich as fuck. Um, and like, we, we get a little bit more backstory about, about, uh, Charles Windsor Jr. Um, and his, his bad situation he's in. Um, he, he got kicked out of law school and he doesn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. And move to, uh, Kat is working at the planetarium and, uh, she gets distracted because Tim, the man who she's babysitting for, she has a crush on him, uh, and she gets all bumble mouthed. Um, and, uh, she goes back home with them and he gives her his sweater cause it's cold outside. Uh, and it's it's kind of weird um like it's not a like there she's like at least 10 years younger than him if not more yes he has gone to yale and so yeah he, he graduated her. in 1979 and He's she's like, going presumably in the spring of 1989 um or possibly that's a, 1988 that's a long time yeah and he's like oh like i i've done it already i'm really cool for a college student, mm-hmm. I want to be a college student. Let me date a college girl. Yeah. So that that's where his mind, his dirty mind is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, she comes home. It's late. Uh, and Daisy is also getting home at the same time. Daisy and uh, Kat walk in. And their mom is on the couch blaring lifestyles on the TV when they walk in. Um, that was great. so fucking loud. <laughs> Um, and they're talking about uh, Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> oh yeah, that felt haunting. That scene yeah, a little weird. bit. That was yeah, a creepy scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go up and uh, Daisy teases Cat about uh, having the um, having this uh, this man's sweater. Um, we, we go back to the bar. Um, I'm trying to think how this 
lays out. Well, I think <laughs> in the third story also kind oh, of yeah. motivates the plot that um, Joe is like r- really got the hots for Vincent. Like yes. she's like always like making out with him, even at work, like in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, she boffs him in the bathroom. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> which is a term I, I don't think I've ever heard of <laughs> until I saw this movie. I think they said uh, it on Loveline a lot, maybe. Don't quote me. <laughs> Boofed or boffed? Boffed, yeah. Boffed. Boffed. Boofing yeah. is something else. That's what you ask a Supreme Court justice. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm learning all these new things. Um, so Joe really wants to do it with um, Bill, but Bill can't get it up because he he's a very religious man, and he believes that they should make a commitment to each other. Uh, before... and, and to God. Yes. So um, he thinks that they should get married, and Joe refuses because she doesn't want to make a commitment, and that's just who she is. Yeah, I <clears throat> I feel like they love each other equally, but they both have these two stipulations that they don't want to. Yeah, at this do moment, you guys, compromise. Do you guys think they had had sex before that? Um, and he I, was I don't just think getting like, weird because she walked out on him, or like she canceled the wedding, or uh, I I. No, I think they've had sex before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he talks about, like, uh, like in, you know, over here, over there. Like, he gets to have sure. sex everywhere. Yeah. Um, except for, like, his own home with her. Mm. Like, okay. like, like yeah. if they had owned the house together. Yeah. Because they were married. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, he says that he wants a commitment. He wants to get married. She says, uh, while they're, like, kind of making out like on the down low at Joe's uh, like house with her mother and father. She's like, if you say anything about like marriage again, I'm going to scream. And <laughs> he's like, marry me. And she screams, awaking her dad. And her dad like tries to beat the crap out of her. And her mom. <laughs> and they run it's around the kitchen funny. table. <laughs> and, and, and Bill is just like, Bill is just very being very polite. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really, I didn't want to do this. His pants, his pants are down. Are down. Yeah. His pants are down, <laughs> and he's got like an old '80s underwear that kind of looks like a diaper. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like, Joe like hops on her dad's back. Yeah, she's um, like, "Dad, stop it!" <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Yeah, um, yeah I that, think up until great. this point, I wasn't really like getting into the movie, but like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but um, yeah, this is like a good moment. And so at this point, they're both they're both kind of. They're, they're kind of on thin ice, like, they're not really sure what to think of each other, like, Bill is mad at her, and she's, like, she's kind of sexually frustrated, um, but, um, before that, I believe we have, um, uh, Junior takes Daisy to his parents, like, summer home, or whatever, um, and they're, like, walking around this empty house, uh, and, she like she leaves and um like leaves like clues for him like a single shoe to entice him and is like follow the clues junior the breadcrumbs um yeah follow the breadcrumbs junior like food and they go up Ooh, to bringing it back <laughs> they <laughs> to go the up theme to of this podcast his parents bedroom um where they where she is wearing his dad's shirt and Ooh. they presumably have sex in their bed, in his parents' bed, while she's wearing his dad's shirt. Um, this, oh wait, I'm this just guy re- has daddy I am issues. Reanalyzing this so much <laughs> right now. 
This guy has oh my... weird ideas about his parents. I was honestly <laughs> creeped out by this guy. Yeah. I don't like this character. I did not like him at all. Yeah. I... Julia Roberts at one point says, like, how many other girls have you done this to? Yeah. And I was like, that's a good question. That that's a, a very valid question. point. She's savvy. Because he makes up this kind of, like, elaborate, like, kind of excuse, like, hey, there's no electricity on right now because um, my dad is, the like, doing this to spite me. And it just kind of comes off as like, oh, this is a red flag. Like, there's no, there's no lights here. There's no electricity. Yeah, you're in the out in the middle of nowhere. Anybody can hear you scream, but nobody will come. And <laughs> just sort of like, Ugh. yeah, this waspy killer is gonna get you. Um, she's gonna be yeah, turned into a, a matching luggage. She's she's gonna open up a door and then see like the bodies of all the other women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anyway, they fuck. Um. And this is crazy. Uh. He's, he's seeking acceptance from his father, yeah, and that's the Freudian, Oedipal, whatever shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot um, of levels at work here. We also have um, at this point, Cat. Cat uh, realizes that she wants to have, like, she wants to have sex with Tim, and so she's cr- trying to figure out how to do that. Um, and his wife says, "No, uh, his his wife is in England." I think. Yeah. And does does the little girl that she babysits mention something about a divorce? Oh, I don't remember that. No. She does, but um, mm. it's just sort of like something like, oh, I don't know where she picks up these sort of things. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Interesting. So but they're, they're not actually divorced. Yeah. They're not. So they're maybe they're just taking time apart. Mm-hmm. Because something else happened. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, at this point, Joe, Joe and, the, and the two other girls are walking around downtown Mystic. Um, and like a bridge is going up and they, they look over and the bridge is going up for Bill and his boat and the boat, instead of saying Jojo now says Nympho. Um, that was a good, that was a good prank. And it, except it's really shitty. Um, and it's like telling this entire fucking town that, uh, and it's like slut shaming Joe. Um, and she, she kind of, she jumps on him and she, she gets back at him and is like, Hey, fuck you. Um, and the, uh, the it's town's... the eighties. Yeah. Um, it's the eighties. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but what's cool is that like the townspeople like are all like clapping afterwards and they're all like happy for her. Yeah. Um, telling them really off. Fun. But yeah, so they decide to steal Bill's truck. Um, they, they go to the bar and they steal Bill's truck because there's a there's a spare key underneath it. And what is he hauling in the back? It's like He's shrimp hauling like, or sardines? Uh like chum for uh for like his pots, his his like, oh, crab yeah. pots and lobster pots and shit. So he's got like big old vats of um of uh of like fishing bait. Um and so they're like driving around this big old fucking old truck and they go to the country club and they dance on the lawn. They do the fox trot on the lawn. And they're kind of drunk they do and the jitterbug. And uh they do the jitterbug. And the waspy fuck uh, junior is in there, um, and he's talking to a woman. Um, a blonde woman. A blonde woman, the same woman. The same one from the bar that you from guys the don't bar remember. that I didn't realize was the same person. Me neither. Um, I... <clears throat> anyway, uh, Daisy gets really pissed off. She, um, she gets back in the car. She reverses the truck all the way up to his Porsche with the convertible top down, and mm. she dumps the she... bait. Barely. Almost hits it, but stops Almost hits li- it. literally a, a hair's width from mm-hmm. his bumper. She's a very good driver. Um, and she dumps the uh, fish barrel onto two fish barrels yep. onto this open-top Porsche. Uh, he runs out, is like, 
no, no, what the fuck? And says, this is my sister. Uh, and she tries to, she takes a swing at his head. Yeah. And he dodges it. And then he's like, mm-hmm. this is my sister. Um, like Borat. still weird that like he lied to her about going to see his grandma. Like, it's kind of strange. Like, why wouldn't you just tell the truth? I mean, there was an explanation. He says that his grandmother had a headache and he yeah. called, but she I, was out stealing Bill's car at the time. Did not remember. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Um, so essentially they write the perfect excuse of why he's at the country club yeah. and not where he said he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she feels like shit, but he forgives her. Yeah. Because um, also he didn't have to buy that car. <laughs> I think that was part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, uh, Joe goes up to Bill and Bill is basically, and like, they both apologize. They're like, sorry, we, um, sorry, we did that. And they're, they're both apologize. But Bill is basically like, no, I'm sorry. I need a commitment from you. I can't just like sit here and listen. Uh, like I, I need you to, I need you to go along with me for a second. And, um, they decide. Uh, they they basically break up. Um, mm-hmm. And should we uh, talk about the critic in this movie? We should talk about the critic. So there is a Orson Welles esque um, critic man on the TV who apparently is only in Connecticut, um, who reviews food uh, in Connecticut. Uh, and Leona, the the owner of Mystic Pizza is like, who the fuck is this moron? Like, I don't give a shit. Uh, and, like, the girls are kind of trying to get her to come because, like, it would drive up business in the off-season when, when tourists aren't there over the summer. Um, yeah. And, like, to steal from uh, to steal from uh, Little Italy, um, they mm-hmm. kind of introduce the same sort of, like, thing where it's like, oh, we should introduce no more, like, artisanal ingredients to kind of class up the joint. Mm-hmm. And... Leona is sort of like no 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 we stay with the with the classics the what, what made this pizza great in the first place. It has a and, secret recipe, a secret ingredient. Yeah, and she won't reveal it to them until she retires. I don't know if we mentioned that already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After after Jojo breaks up with Bill, she uh, tells sort of unpacks it <laughs> in a way mm-hmm. um, to uh, to everybody working at the pizza shop. Although yeah. she says it that. I broke up with Bill, but then he got really upset. Yeah. Um, you know, please tell me I made the right decision. Which mm-hmm. yeah. is like, oh man, there's there's a lot of layers and there's a lot of subtext to yeah. the dialogue, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. They just they felt like real people to me. Yeah, honestly, like the scenes where they were breaking down are some of like the best acting in this it's movie. It's so good. I really it's really like, enjoyed it. Yeah, like you really feel for it. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Cats. I think is the saddest. Cats is very sad. And we'll, we'll get to that in just a second, because it actually yeah, is, like, yeah. the next scene, um, or the next bit. So uh, Kat gets Joe to cover for her, um, because Kat is having, like, this romantic sort of date with Tim. Um, and uh, so Joe covers for Kat. Joe takes care of Phoebe for the night, and Kat and Tim uh, go to this house that he's fixing up. And they, they sit down and they have this picnic. Um, and, uh, in the attic, right? Yeah, in the attic, and they, and they kiss. Um, 
and they do they have sex too? Yes, yes. they do. Um, so they have sex, um, and then it starts to rain. So they so they run back to um, Tim's place, and oh no, his wife Nikki is there, um, and Joe has been covering for them, basically saying like. Oh my God, Cat! I hope that your mom is okay. Like covering for her, saying like having an excuse for them why they were together. Um, it's very awkward, and Cat is like super upset. Um, she's like, she kind of sees what she's done, sees what's happening, and is like, I'm with this man who's 15 years older than me, and his wife is here, and like it's this whole big thing. Um, One thing I really like about the scene, I think we kind of skipped over before, hmm. is that. Um, Cat kind of accuses her sister Daisy of being like a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, like they get into a fight, and um, she accuses him of being a prostitute. And then in this scene, like right after uh, they've had sex, um, the wife is sort of like, "Oh, we should pay you for uh, your services." And the dad is like, "Yeah, you know, we should pay you." And there's kind of like the underlying, like kind of like, "Hey, I'm going to give yeah. you an extra bit of money so you don't say anything." Mm-hmm. Um. But also, I'm I'm your employer, kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's a it's and, really and also, intense. Yeah, also he the, he's trying to like sort of like oh, is this gonna like sort of make it sting less for her? Like mm-hmm. he's like, is this gonna help? Like yeah, the the he's trying to feel less bad about taking advantage of her. Yeah, yeah it's really shitty. It is. It's really bad. Um, so Kat is upset. Uh, Joe drives her home, and uh, Kat runs up to her room, and Daisy consoles her. They they kind of they make up, and Daisy consoles her. Mm-hmm. That's um, I, I man I, I like this movie so much just yeah. because um, yeah uh, she Daisy was so mad at her, but like when she needs her that she forgives her. I, yeah. I felt like she was like okay I'll be mad until this point, and then she helps her. Can you guys hear the cat in the background? No, what's happening? Okay, good. Um, she's <laughs> say hello to Nix for me. Yeah, I will say hello to Nix for you. Nix. Is that like Stevie? Um, not like Stevie, actually. It's uh, it's like the Greek goddess of the night. Oh, I was going to... Um, okay, we have a parade, a Mardi Gras parade called the Crew of Nix. Yeah. NYX, not NIX. That's the um, New Orleans one. Yeah. So, anyway... <laughs> Uh, so, Kat is, Kat is upset, Daisy consoles her, it's very sweet, um, kind of sisterly love, and it's the next day, they're all at work, and Kat is, like, pretty distracted, um, and she's, like, taking down orders, she takes out an uncooked pizza, um, to a table, and Leona kind of corrects it, um, and she starts to take the order for someone, and it turns out, it's the critic! Yeah, he kind of dresses like Jonathan Gold. Uh, yeah. He wears like a, a trench coat and like a, like a fedora hat. All right, it's it's is it a fedora or is it more of a flat cap? I forget. It is a fedora. You're right. Um, and he has this like cool like handlebar. Um, you might call it a 2000s hipster mustache. He kind of reminds me of, and I thought this is who it was. I thought it was Donald Pleasance. You know the the psychiatrist from Halloween. It's he does sort of have a uh, Doctor Loomis. Um, sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's about to go hunting pheasants or something. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he reminded me of... Very French this, Yeah, YouTuber that does Tim's Toy Box, another Tim, 
this old British man who like <laughs> reviews curios and things you might find and Archie McPhee or um, very popular on YouTube. Very anyway. Nice. Jackson, you'll be um, pleasantly surprised to know that he is actually Canadian. Yeah, no, I knew I knew that when I said that. <laughs> um, but he does he does look very French Canadian, like just cozy and warm, and but also just sort of mean looking. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't uh, get put up with no shit. Yeah, so uh, critic is there. He he orders one of their finest mystic pizzas, um, and Cat goes back. Oh, and he and he holds up the a glass with some dentures in it because one of their regular, um, one of their regulars has dentures and often forgets them, um, and he's like <laughs> he's rather not pleased by it. Um, so Cat goes back and asks, <coughs> excuse me, bless some, you. Taki's dust in my throat. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, Cat goes back and, <laughs> and asks what um, Leona for like her finest, her finest mystic pizza. And she points like, take your pick. And there's three different pizzas on the table. Uh, and I, it's very confusing. Um, anyway, they, they bring him out one and he's like, he's like sniffing it and like taking this big, like cheese pull. Um, and it personally did not look like what I know of Connecticut pizza looking like. Um, but that's a different thing. Connecticut pizza apparently is some of the best in the nation. Um, you got Frank Pepe's is the, is the classic, which does the white clam pie. Um, everyone's favorite. Anyway, um, he takes a bite, he sniffs it, he takes, he eats like half of a slice and is like, I'll have the check. Um, and they're all like freaked out, like, what the fuck is going on? Did you guys think that they were going to do uh, an I'd like to speak with the chef moment? Yes, I totally did. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to go full ratatouille and he'll walk back in the kitchen. And it turned out the secret ingredient was a rat chef Tracks controlling Leona the whole time. Tracks him on face. It was my, this was my mama's pizza. <laughs> this is my mama. <laughs> I don't know, I made her Italian, but my mama, a rat. Portuguese. <laughs> yeah. uh, Portuguese rat. Um, anyway. I, I immediately knew he was going to be like, this pizza is excellent. Because yeah. they're like, oh, he's an asshole. He left after two bites. He doesn't even mm. want to take it home. I'm like, mm, oh, he, he loved it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we get we, we get back to that, um, but so uh, we then go to dinner at um, at Charles's house uh, with Daisy and Charles and the entire family plus some cousins, um, and Matt Damon is there uh, in his first role, his first film role, um, and basically at this point, um, <clears throat> so they're having dinner. Find out that. Uh, Daisy's friend Teresa is like one of their like maids is like working for them um, is like a server in their house um, and it's like it's really awkward and they're talking like in her face about how shitty Portuguese people are they don't uh, even speak the damn language kind of yeah, vibe it's so shitty um, oh, and then I had the hardest time trading my Portuguese girl. Yeah, 
training. Like, yeah, it's so bad. And then like Charles understandably is upset about that, but he sort of takes it as an excuse to like get mad at his parents and like uses it as so like doesn't really stick up for her and uses it as like a chance to like make himself look better sort of, Mm -hmm. um, and take it out on his parents. Yeah. Um, if he, if he really, he would, you know, he put her on the spot as well. It's, it's sort of, uh, and it, and it sort of seems like he's putting on this act. Like he, he brought, he brought over this Portuguese girl to piss off his parents. Mm Um, and that's, that's at least how Daisy sees it. She gets upset. She leaves. Um, she has Teresa take her home, and it's just sort of um, that's where it ends. Um, we end up. Uh, <clears throat> oh, real the, quick, can we mention that? I don't think we mentioned that um, when uh, J- Jax. Sorry, what's her name? Um, Joe. Jojo. No, not Jojo. Uh, Lexi. What? What's her name? The one with the older guy. Cat. Oh, oh cat. Sorry, I knew there was a T in there. All right, Kat, um, Kat uh, doesn't show up for her shift, so she yes. can sleep with uh, old man. Yeah. And uh, Julia Roberts has to cover for her, and she misses that's, the initial first dinner that she was yeah. going to have. So that's why she was extra pissed off at her. That's part of the reason why Daisy was upset originally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's like the second time they had to reschedule. It's kind of bad. Um, but so it's the next day or presumably sometime after they're in the restaurant. Um, Julia Roberts had told him off in front of the house when they left. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, also, he pulls the dinner spread oh, yeah. on the tablecloth. He pulls the dinner off. I'm like, what the fuck? Whoa. He does some, uh, he does some, he tries to do some magic. I'm like, dude. Yeesh. Um, I was like, hell no. Yeah. So they're, they're back in the restaurant. Um, Tim shows up with uh, with Sophie, Phoebe, Phoebe, and um, uh, Phoebe wants to say goodbye, and uh, Tim also like offers her some money um, to go to Yale, um, and it's kind of like it, it it's kind of weird. It kind of feels like he might be like trying to pay her off or something, but also Very like so. yeah. he feels, definitely, and he also feels bad, mm-hmm. um, but she's just like. Thank you. I will miss you, Phoebe. But also, like, fuck off, Tim. Please leave. Yeah. Um, she takes, and she doesn't take the check, <clears throat> right? Yeah. She, well, she, she takes she the check, but then she rips it up. And rips it up. Yeah. She she doesn't. I think she was like every time. She wouldn't take the money. Yeah. I'm sure every if she had every time she used it, she would just think of him. Yeah. And she she like he thought, oh, you need my help. You mm. need, you know, your feeble little bird. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, uh, critic comes on the TV and it's time for his review of Mystic Pizza. Everyone gathers, gathers around the TV and they're all like, they're all very excited. Is he sitting at like a a place setting, like a dinner table? It seems like he's sitting at like an Orson Welles style (laughs) California champagne (laughs) table. Um, like they were like filming in the back of, uh, my dinner with Andre. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It totally looks like that. Um, but like darker and more brown and less mm-hmm. white, more public public TV. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's giving this review and he's like, "Well, while the service was over uh, over attentive or something, um, it was one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten. I have to give it my highest rating." I'd like to speak with the chef. <laughs> I <laughs> almost expected him to say that, and he says four stars instead. Um, but they're all like, woohoo, we did it. It's amazing. 
Um, <clears throat> and uh, he says, "I couldn't identify the spices in the sauce." And then uh, Leon she's like, Damn Leon right, was you like, fucking couldn't. And that Basically. made me think, like, maybe what he's tasting are not spices. Maybe it's like some other food, or maybe not <laughs> food. She keeps it secret. What if she it's does. some like fucked up shit? Yeah, maybe it's like some Sweeney Todd shit. Uh, I I heard um, Rich Brian talking about his grandmother's secret ingredient for her fried chicken in the uh, Indonesia, and it's um, a plastic bag in the cook in the, in the hot oil, and it melts onto the chicken and makes it crispier. Oh my god! <laughs> like That's a plastic insane. a plastic shopping bag. That's insane. Yeah. Is that real? He said it. I mean, I I have Rich Brian's word to go off of. His Rich Brian is kind of funny sometimes, though. He is. Maybe was he fucking with the interview? I hope he was, because that's fucked up. Yeah, and that, fe- that seems so specific that I feel like I'm inclined to believe it, though. Yeah, but also, yeah, that is very weird and very specific. Oh no, I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was like plastic bag. No, it was oh, like God. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's plastic bags in your sauce. That's what gives it its carcinogenic flavor. Um, anyway, uh, they immediately get a call on the phone and it's like, hey, do you take reservations? Um, and they're like, no reservations needed. Just come by. Um, and it's very sweet. Um, and uh, cut to uh, Vince, uh, Bill and Jojo in their, in their wedding attire. And they're getting married again. Oh, it, the way they start the scene is so good, too. Yeah. Because it's close up on Bill's face, and he's sitting in a car, and you hear JoJo saying, you know, uh, like, I still feel feel about you the way I, f- I felt about you, and nothing's changed. And he's kind of looking down, but then he looks up and looks over and says, accept your last name. And they both chuckle together, and it zooms out, and you see she's in her wedding dress, and he's in a tuxedo. And she gets out of a car into the house, or into um, uh, into Mystic Pizza, where they're having the um, the reception, and it's all very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is there. And I wrote um, my big fat Portuguese wedding. Um, <laughs> That's singing in the wedding again. Yeah. I could We're not. Singing. I could make out bits and pieces. Like when I kind of realized, like, oh, they're speaking Portuguese. I was like, oh yeah, that is a word I kind yeah. of recognize. They just, you know, they they butcher the language there. You know, yeah. not like how uh, it's yeah. intended to be spoken, like in Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they uh, and there's a little vignette of uh, two two of the boy two little boys who are relatives of the family. One sitting each other, looking like side to side. One's drinking a Miller, and the other one's smoking a cig. Yeah, they're like ten. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Hey, it's a wedding. Um, they're all dancing around. Um, they all they all sort of have their their stories resolved. Jojo and Jojo and Bill get married. Um, Leona pulls Cat aside and is like, "Hey, Cat, here's money for Yale. You three girls are our daughters. We don't have daughters of our own." And it was very very sweet. I love that. Um, and they're all wearing the most eighty shit imaginable, like the mm-hmm. puffiest pink like mauve dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's, it is so sweet and Leona is very sweet and, um, we're doing that. And then Mr. Waspy fuck is back, um, and like walks up the stairs and like people are like, who the fuck is this guy? And he goes back to the kitchen, um, sees, uh, Mrs. Arujo, uh, Daisy's mom. And, uh, and she hands him like a set of glasses 
he goes back to talk to Daisy, and they make up. Um, and they yeah. decide to get back. His together. apology also was pretty shaky. Uh, I was I was wrong. You were right. I should apologize. I owe you an apology. Without saying the words "I am sorry" as well, that yeah, may have or been like, a little nice, or, and I, like not even acknowledging what he did wrong, really. Yeah, it's like I owe I owe you an apology, yeah. and you know what? She forgives him. Yeah, um, and that's it. And I thought, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, and yeah. the girls are gonna go off uh, their their ways mm-hmm. a little better overall. Each of them. Um, and full of that tasty za. Oh, yeah, jam-packed. And then her mom was uh, JoJo's new mother-in-law, says, she just asked me, it's been two hours since the wedding, but she asked me, when are you going to have kids? Or when are you going to get lucky? Or what? You got any good news for me or anything? Oh, yeah, good news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, and then since... Uh, Cat is an astrologer. A shooting star goes across the sky as we pull out. Uh, the more you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. NBC. And that's it. That's Mystic Pizza. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, guys. I thought at the beginning of this movie, I, I'm interested in seeing it, but what it mean, I know it's a, a girly rom-com. And a goyles. Yeah. Goyles. From goyles. <laughs> a a goyles. And I, <laughs> sorry, that's like okay, real, real quick. Um, so I'm looking up like Portuguese pizza, and I've actually had this before. Like, mm. um, like it's pretty common in Brazil, obviously. Um, but like some of the kind of ingredients that you see a lot of are hard boiled eggs, um, ham, and uh, onions, and olives. Mm. Yeah, and I've had this before. Not my, not my jam. <laughs> oh, I, I, all of those things sound good to me. Um, Onions sound I don't good. normally like, uh, I don't normally like olives, but on pizza, it's kind of, kind of good. Um, I, I, I don't know if up. I'd like the egg and the olive. Yeah, that is. I think that weird. the egg is like a big no for me, fam. Well, <laughs> that's because you have a hatred uh, against eggs, but you know. I had a pizza once that had a fried egg in the middle. Like I've done that too. Um, Tiana and I once cooked um, a breakfast pizza that was like had like um hash browns bacon cheese and like um and also like a fried egg in the middle i had good. a um i had a carbonara pizza when i was in rome that was mm. so fucking good it was literally the best pizza i've ever had in my life um it's delicious <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah. we never talked about lobster guys how do you guys feel about oh, lobster lobster I, I love lobster. There's a lot of lobster in this movie, and it's just sort of thrown in like mm-hmm. they're they're from a fishing town, so obviously it'd be cheap. Um, but like, yeah, Cat's mom, Cat and Daisy's mom, she's uh, she works over in the docks, and she yeah. catches lobster for a living. Mm-hmm. And, and they go to the, yeah. uh, they're at this the the fancy family's dinner, and they're eating lobster, and she's like, "Oh yeah, it's good, I like it," and she's very clearly sick of it. Yeah, I so. I kind of grew up with. Uh, uh, my dad, one lobster? of my dad's friends, was like from Boston, and we would mm. like frequently go to his place to have like lobster, um, so, for like big party gatherings and whatnot. Was it was it Maine lobster? or Was it Pacific lobster? No, it was flown out from Maine. Yeah, Damn, they they would like splurge on these kind of things. Like it was like a once a year sort of thing. Because Pacific lobster is good, and it's got bigger tails. But you got to understand these Bostonians. It's like 
Atlantic or nothing. I yeah, um, Atlantic. Atlantic or nothing. I was once in Rosarita, Mexico. Um, I was visiting my family in San Diego, and we drove down um, through Tijuana and everything. And we uh, we stopped in Rosarita at their favorite place, and it was lobster season. And you get a whole ass fried Pacific lobster for like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. Holy shit! You know so what? Good. My family, pesos. my my family and I also went to Rosarito. We got the lobsters, so and good. lobster and Corona. Oh my god! Mm. I ate the eye, salty, salty. One of my favorite, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh, Thanksgivings. One year when I wasn't eating uh, meat, my dad cooked. Well, I mean, quote unquote meat. I, I still had like seafood. Yeah. Was um, we made a lobster for Thanksgiving, and my Ooh. dad cooked it Chinese style, um, with like black bean sauce and like vegetables, and it was pretty amazing. That sounds really good. Goddamn, yeah. I'm going straight to the supermarket after we're done. <laughs> like get <laughs> a lobster. <laughs> Um, you got some crawdads, Tim. Yeah. Oh, some crawdads. Oh, yeah. I know that some people are like hesitant about shellfish in general, like and like uh, cephalopods and uh, like because they're like sea bugs, but they're so fucking good. Bugs are delicious. Uh, they're, yeah. they're so good. I love I love shrimp. Shrimp is like my favorite food. Mm, if so I see good. it on a menu, like I have to order it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think crustaceans, the bigger the better. That is yeah. true. You got the bigger, the, yeah. That is true. And uh, <laughs> what we were talking about again? <laughs> what we think? Lobsters. Our final final thoughts on this movie. Oh as yeah, well. final thoughts. But lobster, yeah. oh so bomb. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, we should get into final thoughts. Um, we've talked about this movie enough. Yeah, um, I could still talk about this movie. Yeah, it's it's very good. I very much enjoyed it. Anyway, um, so we have a rating system and uh, several tiers, but we'll get through it. Um, our highest tier, our highest rating is I'd like to speak to the chef. We've only given that to one movie, and that movie is Quentin. That movie is Chef. That's right. Um, and below that, we have All Have What They're Having, or All Have What Phil's Having. Below that, we have three Yelp stars. Below that, we have uh, I'll Take It To Go. And uh, below that, our lowest rating is on three guys, one, two, three. Uh... Check, Check, please. please. Um, better. And, and below that, our lowest, even lower rating that we've only given to one movie uh, is Dine and Dash. And that movie is Tim. Waiting. 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 So let's go, guys. Let's get into it. Um, I'll start uh, since this is my pick. Um, I really enjoyed Mystic Pizza. It was very fun, it's very sweet. Uh, it's just a good, like, like coming of age, sisterhood, romantic comedy, romance, like drama. It's got everything. It's great. And it's so eighties, but also like, it's, it's just genuinely like I enjoyed watching. Um, so I think I'd have to go. I'll have what they're having. Nice. Um, I can go next. Um, I think it, like I said earlier in the pod, it reminds me to a lot of uh, respects to one of my favorite food movies of all time, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the stories are very um, tragic and also very beautiful. The relationships between the three uh, women in the movie is pretty great. 
Um, but I think it, it kind of like misses like the mark for me with some aspects. Like I don't really care for like the yuppie boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a little it's a little too waspy for me. The the movie's a little too white for me. <laughs> yes. But um, you know that being said, I think it's a very strong like three Yelp stars and just maybe misses the the all have what they're having. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very waspy, but. Unlike Quentin, I don't see color. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're only Portuguese. That's like the le- one of the lesser white races. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I, I really like this movie. Like I said, I I thought I wasn't because I'm I'm biased. But this was a really good movie. I had a lot of I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, the mise en scène, the, uh, the overall editing. Yes. Uh, there's that scene where we really liked where it's just kind of extended where um, Jojo is singing to the, the little girl Chloe to get her to fall asleep. Nice. And, and she's like singing like uh, one of the uh, Portuguese lullabies, like probably her mom sang to her. And I was just like, oh my God, this is, she's, oh, become, becoming comfortable, becoming a mother. Like she's, she's like embracing that. And Ooh, like, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. You can go back. You're going to notice all this like stuff. Um, I, I will give it a strong, uh, I'll have what she's having. And also, um, the, I want to talk about the song in the credits real quick because it perfe- perfectly <laughs> encapsulates the theme of the movie. It's like, okay, class, let's review. The ending song over the t- end credits is, we're different, but we are together. These are the times we can remember. <laughs> <laughs> the very very 80s credit song it's very good all right well that does it um let's get to plugs guys hell yeah i can go um, first yeah let's do it i you can follow me on twitter at dimmick tim spicy mayo and you could also follow foodies podcast where i post updates about uh new episodes and funny memes if they specifically tie into food um, also, I want to plug this pop-up I was working at today called Le Pet here in New Orleans. They're, it's run by uh, these friends of the pod, Mark and Eva, and they do Burmese food. And um, it's really good. They do vegan options, and you can, like, they cater, and they also do pop-ups. So you can, like, request service, but it's not like a fixed restaurant. And then they also raise money for a... Uh, Nonprofit in Burma um, or Myanmar, um, and they like pay for like a month of school bus access, and then also a scholarship for a kid. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's really super good. cool. Oh man, I'm gonna plug some other <laughs> dumb joints. That's not as noble. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> way to follow. <laughs> way to set it up, Tim. Thanks. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Chino Latino Q. Um, I'm on Twitch at uh, Ceviche Q. Um, yeah, if you are confused why my Twitter is, uh, Clinton Crow, yeah, that's, it's just, uh, that's a nod to Tim's grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, follow the Foovies on Twitter. We're right now, got the, we got the new topical name, uh, vote Foovies for district attorney. Oh yeah, thanks, uh, the official, uh, Twitter account of the film liked that share, and we are happy to be a part of the extended uh, on cinema universe. <laughs> I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad we got to be part of that family. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, restaurant. I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug a Mexican restaurant that I had this morning for breakfast with my family, 
called uh, Graciana's Mexican Restaurant, located in Silmar, California, or San Fernando, California. Um, I had uh, their kind of uh, Sunday uh, pasole, which was very good. Um, I like my pasole with lots of extra hominy and less uh, meat. Um, or I don't really like... Actually, I think I've grown to appreciate more of like the pork on the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, extra hominy and lots of like added accoutrements are my kind of jam. So um, highly recommend uh, Graciana's Mexican Restaurant. Awesome. Um, yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, Movies Podcast. Just look it up. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Rudy. Um, my restaurant this week is called Alvento. And it's, uh, it's a Southern Italian style restaurant in, uh, South Minneapolis, sort of. Um, and it's, it's very good. Went there for date night this week. Uh, very good craft cocktails, very good pasta. Um, they had an awesome bruschetta, like an olive bruschetta. It was so good. Um, I had the, um, Gnocchi with red pepper pesto and gulf shrimp. It's delicious. It's so good. Um, very, very good. Very cozy. Very nice. Would totally recommend El Vento. Excellent. Nice. Um, right. r- real quick, I, I, I want to add the papaya salad I had was really good. And also, I want to see this film remade as a slice of life anime series, maybe even a mini series. <laughs> I so got that vibe like oh man the pacing and like yeah you know oh it's uh, pretty good yeah Mm -hmm. maybe i'll make it into a slice of life (laughs) series let's get it done uh let's do a proof of concept and then we'll try to ship it around maybe we'll uh, shop it yeah yeah we'll shop it maybe uh what is it crunchyroll will want to buy it they're getting into original series programming you know that'd be perfect crunchyroll uh food-based name of a streaming service all right, it's, it's set in motion. Okay, let's make it happen, guys. We'll, we have an appointment next week to meet with the, the president of Crunchyroll. Skype me in. You, you guys remember the story of Kevin Smith, like, drumming up support for his movie Tusk, like, through his podcast? Yep. We could do that, too. This is it. This is our time. Tusk, a movie about a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Oh, my God, a slice of life food anime series about three podcasting brothers. <laughs> Holy shit, guys! Who own a who own a, uh, who own a flatbed restaurant um, in Magic, Massachusetts? Um, anyway. Hey, guys! There's a street in New Orleans called Magic Street. Oh, ne- never mind. Sorry, that's Music Street. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it, guys. Tim, how do we end this? We clink our glasses and say "Provecho" because that means thank you for dining with us and. Uh, you know, cheers to cheers to you. <laughs> You're the real okay. star. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna click our glasses right now. On three, one, two, three. Rubet show. Oh, guys. Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.
Do you guys think that the listeners think that we're all in the same place? 